You're listening to Sports Biz Podcast, broadcasted live at WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven. Sports Biz Podcast, here we are, Chris. We're back for another one. And guess what? We're early. Somehow, someway. Yeah, the six-ish turned into 549. <laughs> right. The yeah. five four, that's, We're, what's that, 11 minutes? So that's really, really for us, that's almost like two days. It is. And, and I can be honest with you, this should make up for, we should have bonus time now. So next time when we go on at like 630, we should have the bonus time because we're early. I agree with all of that. Yes. Yeah. All right, brother. How you doing today? We got a lot we got a lot to talk about. I'm in. Yeah, I, I hope you had the list. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I send you an email with all the all the things we want to talk about, but you know. I don't listen I don't I don't respond or read anything you send me. I'm sorry. Well that's like the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Contrary to what I just said, no, I actually do respond to Yeah, you do. To you everything. Do. <clears throat> you do. So the Sports Biz Podcast, here we are coming at you live from the studios of WNHU and the campus of the University of New Haven. We got a bunch to talk about. We got people jumping on. How you doing, Billy? Thanks for joining. Brendan, my man. All you listeners out there, if you guys want to ask us questions, you could ask it on by making a comment below, and hopefully we'll answer that question for you. Or you could text us at 518-867-1117. You, you could text us your question as well if you want to be a little bit more anonymous. We're happy to do that. Just leave us your name if I don't have you plugged into my phone. So um, how do you like our theme song? Is that all right? It's a theme yeah, song I, right I enjoy the Foo Fighters. Right. I definitely do. It is... Is Dave Grohl one of the only real rock stars left? Probably, he is, right? He is. There's no yeah. such thing anymore, no, really, right? No, Jamie Montassi, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for joining. He really is. Yeah. So I, I still haven't watched that documentary you told me about last week, but which one? <clears throat> um, not the documentary, uh, the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, the Hall of Fame. I, I didn't think you would. No. Well, I, I well I got it caught up in the Hall. Uh, you know, I have very 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 short attention span, so I was. Um, reserved for um first of all i saw avengers and okay then, and then um i did watch uh game of thrones so oh I mean, so yeah. all right two out of three rob two out of three is pretty good for me so i understand that you, you don't have the most amount of expendable free time i don't but I don't. you put the three hours in for end game i did so what's the, what are your thoughts um not the best one i've seen Okay. Yeah, not the best one I've seen. I thought the first. I thought the first part of it would definitely was a little bit slower than I thought it would be. The mm-hmm. ending was incredible. It wasn't a shocker no. of what happened. Um, but I, I preferred um, Game of Thrones. You know, um, even though I missed you know two thirds of the <laughs> every <laughs> episode other I, than I, the last four. Oh, I watched the first season and then I watched the last. And okay. I can be honest with you, it, just the way it was produced, I could I got I caught up some of the some of the holes that were in there. So. Anyways, uh, so let's let's start off with a little bit of uh, sports. 
All right, and we want to talk about the XFL and seeing the moves that they're making. They just announced that they have signed um, ESPN, ABC, and Fox Sports as well, the broadcaster game starting in 2020. I guess is that when 20, it's 2020? yeah that's what I read yeah 2020 it's launching again we don't fact check remember that absolutely no fact checking at all on this show but um, there is educated guesses right to a certain degree um, what's your thoughts I mean I know we talked about it a little bit we talked about the audience we talked about Vince McMahon it's not he's he's not going to do anything that's going to put him at risk again hopefully he learned from the first time mm-hmm. you know coming off of the the Alliance Football League, or whatever, Alliance American Football League, whatever it's called. Okay. You know, and that failing, you know, going crashing and burning before the season ever ended. I think there's going to be um, some pieces of that that are going to, there's going to be some trust issues, especially with sponsors and fans. Is this going to be around for a while? Um, but I don't know if the guy is going to lose the second time around. So The only way I can describe this is this way to me. To me, it's like going to a club where the Rolling Stones are the house band and you are asking to perform multiple nights a week. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lose-lose. Yeah. In my opinion. Because I just don't think there's enough, and I get it, it's going to offset the NFL season and all those things. I don't think there's enough of a fan base that'll just be there because it's football. Yeah. In my mind. You're not going to have fantasy drafts around this thing. Right. You're not going to have as much legalized gambling around this thing. And those two things in my mind That's it. it. is what put the NFL into the stratosphere. Without fantasy it. football and now the legalization of obviously football betting in mm-hmm. a lot of places. Right. And when it wasn't legal, it still didn't matter because it was being done in the billion dollars range anyway. Right. So I, I, I don't care at all. I won't watch at all. Yeah. And what what's going to be different this time around? What's going to be different? That the fact that the NFL is even bigger and more popular? Right. right. <laughs> like, to me, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I re- that's just me. I don't get it. It's going to be interesting. You know, I think it may surprise people. It may, be, it may turn into more of an international watched. Maybe. You know, Maybe. It, it may. Maybe. Um, but, you know, who knows? The, listen, you can attach Vince McMahon's name all you want to it, unless Triple H is playing quarterback for someone, who, no one's going to care. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Montessi just said the only difference between the XFL and the Titanic is the Titanic had a band. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly right. You know, those guys were gentlemen. It was they sinking. Were, listen, they, they played right to the end. I don't see any other way. They played right to the end. They were. That's called passion mm-hmm. and dedication. All right. <clears throat> Are they going to make it past one year? I'd be shocked. Yeah. But, again, anything can happen. Well, I guess that also depends on, too, like how much do they not want, how much does Vince McMahon, whatever group is investing in this, how much crow do they not want to eat? So will they just keep it going just to say? Could could you say it's something similar to the WNBA where they're just never going to get rid of, they're never making money at the WNBA. It's not happening. No. Right? Is there enough interest to keep it going? Yes. Do they want to be the league that started the first women's pro league and then closed the first pro league? Whatever that cost is, it's worth the investment. Yes. So it could be similar, right? It it could be similar. Yeah. They do have a niche though, the WNBA. Yeah, they do. Crowd-wise. 
Without a doubt. Right? And and they, they're smart enough about it where they don't play, for the most part, in big arenas. No. The right? Mohegan Sun Arena is a perfect example, right? Perfect. Was that whole 10? 10,000 probably. If and they, yeah. those really are big of. I won't say big events there, those games, the home games. What are they called? The Sun? I think they're called the Sun, right? Yeah. So those aren't huge events. However, they do have a niche audience. So And they got a great great locate a great facility, right? So right. people start thinking about it. Well, it's a night out, we're gonna go to dinner, we're gonna have drinks, we're gonna gamble a little bit, we're gonna if the game stings down right exit and we're ten minutes away from a slot machine. And they do give away a good number of merchandise, they do give away a good number of tickets. Like I think they do a decent job promoting and I think they do a decent job drawing right. at that I don't know what the other teams do. I don't know what the yeah. Liberty does, I don't know what anyone else does. Yeah. But I'm just going by what I know. I don't know, I think they have a bigger niche crowd. In my opinion, well, I, I think I think Detroit does pretty well. I think yep. what's the is Lamb Beer still involved with them? I don't know. Remember that that guy? He was just so unlikable. Yeah, he yeah. was the head coach of that team for a while. Yeah, I met him when he was coaching that team. Yeah, and the, the Seattle team does pretty well. I think that does the Liberty do well? I don't know. I don't know. Where did they play now? I don't know. I don't they, know. They, they, do they play in Westchester? Know. I don't know. Again, zero. Fact Should checking. I know? I don't know. Well. <laughs> I, I would hope not. Zero fact-checking is <laughs> Zero right. Zero fact-checking on that one. So <laughs> XFL, I wish them luck. I think there's always going to be a little bit of a – there could be a niche. It could be an international niche. Maybe. You know, because Maybe. that is the, – the you know, the spring season is is for international American football. True. So it may fall into that. You know, um, they Hit, may expand. They. You know, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you were starting an American football league – Yeah. Would you really want a hinging on the international appeal? I'm I'm digging for stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what I'm I mean. digging. I'm trying to help them out a little bit. Right, Glenn Tewitt, How are you, buddy? How's Puerto Rico, my man? In China. So, um, anyway, so who knows? Who knows what it was? if the W if they went and the, the XFL started off in England or yeah. in Germany in in in, chi- in China and Japan, I would say they have a better chance. Of of survival, yes, yeah, agreed. Because there is definitely a fan base over there. There is a business model that would work. Yep, you know, and you know they have the they have the resources to pull it off. So, anyways, what else did I have on that email? Did you? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Uh, I don't think I got an email. Yeah, I sent you an email. When? I sent you an email today, but that's okay. Today? Yeah. No, sir. No. Mm Mm-mm. All right. No, did not happen. All right. So I would like. I would like. This is one fact check. I would like. Yeah. Check your. Check your. Check to see if it was sent. I get it. Yeah. All right. Maybe it didn't go. Yeah, I, I agree, Hutch. There is nothing to ever compete with the NFL except for college football. So. You know, we could talk about that to her death, but it's a good conversation. And that can't even. Yeah. In my mind. It can, but it's not. It. it why would anyone take on that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Why would anyone take that one on? Bravado, ego. You know, I think at this point he's just going to prove a point and it's going to cost him a quarter billion plus, half a billion dollars to do it. Which, you know what? Like, if you have the resources like you just mentioned, yeah. then God bless you. I hope, you know, either you're really bored or really rich. And a little crazy, so that's right. probably probably you know. I, I hope. Part of me hopes it does turn out to be okay. Maybe that's something to watch, yeah. but I can't see it. I can't see it. 
So l- let's talk a little baseball. Okay. Let's talk a little baseball. How how's the Yankees doing? The Yankees are getting healthier and more injured as the days progress at the same time. <laughs> um but again, it, it's kind of where we were since the last time we we had a show, um, which was a week ago. Yeah, they're they're treading water, and the thing I th- the thing I th- was thinking about actually the other day about their team is I don't know that they're all going to be together this year, healthy. Yeah, you don't think they make it? Like I don't think the entire lineup's going to be intact, healthy at the same time. I think that's just the only issue, um, and. I think they might have to be a little bit more active at the trade deadline um, than they probably thought they were going to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't. Unfortunately, no one's ever going to feel bad for the Yankees, right? That's just not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the fact that you know everybody's pretty much starting off slow uh, in that division, the Red Sox have not been good. So there's 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 time. There's time. The Devil Rays are actually a talented team. I just don't know if they can hang in all year. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think you panic. You know, I don't, I don't, not yet. You, you, you really got to wait till All Star break, right around that time. Mm-hmm. That's when it all starts to really come together as to what the the picture is going to be. Yeah. But at a certain point, you can only you you really can only take so many injuries, and they've there. They're getting they're getting stretched real real thin right now, so. Um, that being said, still the Yankees and they still have resources just like Vince McMahon, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, they're never out. They'll never be out. That's why I look at it. So a, a little bit more news that that came from front office sports. So that's where we're pulling our news. I found the email that that I allegedly sent you, but maybe I made that up. <laughs> so they're talking about there's going to be. Um, <laughs> Uh, Robbie Hotchkiss said no one has ever injured, been on the injured reserve list for pulling fat. <laughs> yeah, just ask Tony Gwynn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And David Wells. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, true statement. Yeah, it is a true statement. So um, NFL news. So there's a little bit more that came out talking about the Super Bowl and ads. Mm-hmm. There's going to be less commercial breaks. Um, Fox has the broadcast rights this year, and they just announced that uh, they're pulling back all, all their, all their uh, a good majority of their ad inventory, and which which basically means they'll just raise the prices of the other ones that exactly they, that, that they are going to have available. So, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how you feel, but I think in the past at least four or five years, it's been less and less about the commercials. Because they haven't been any good. And they haven't been good. Right. I, well, I just think you run out of ideas to yeah. shock people. What, what shocks you these days? Yeah, that's right. You get shocked 400 times a day on Twitter, Instagram. YouTube. YouTube. Barstool. What, what, yeah, the Barstool, which is- Absolutely you my know. favorite. Yeah. Did you, did, you see, uh, did you see Gronkowski's retirement party? Yes. <laughs> it, how, we've talked about this. How genius is that whole operation? It, it, it's unbelievable. So Gronkowski retires. He's the picture, the video they show. He's on top of the DJ booth, mm-hmm. shirt off. And and the, I think the the quote to that was something to the effect of Gronkowski is like Super Bowl champ in retirement parties too. Yeah, and he is, and he is right out of his mind. And I mean, you got to figure 
he's he's gonna he's gonna be a full time employee there eventually if he wants to be in the barstool. Yeah, he's he's right up their alley. He might be too big for them. I don't know. I think so. I think he'll go through. That you never office. know. He'll though. go through that office like a bull. You never know though. Yeah. How great would that be? It'd be fantastic. Oh my gosh! If we get Gronkowski, those guys are big fans. Like you know, he's had he's done stuff with a lot of Patriots. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously with his Boston ties, right? And his, you know, they had they had it for a while. They had that guy who was the kicker for the for the Colts. His show was, was one of my favorites. It was the best. The guy's out of his mind. Uh, he's the best. And he was fantastic. Even out of a punter, like he just makes fun of him. Oh, oh right. Uh, what's his name? It just it was in my mouth and it's gone. Zero fact. Checking. Now it's gone. Zero fact gone. checking. Now it's gone. He he was the he was the punter that would pretend he's swinging a golf club. Exactly every right. Time he exactly right. Yeah, he's he a big also, dude. And he was also the guy that just left a trillions of dollars, not trillions, but he left all his money on the table because he felt like he got disrespected and he just walked away. Bad move. He didn't care. Bad. But move. he the guy that's how he is. What is his name? God, Colts. Yeah, Colts punter. Who knows? I can't think of it. Who knows? But um, he has his own show. He still has a show. It's on a different, um, different network now. Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? That was one of my favorites, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, fantastic show! I just saw that they moved into new offices as well. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I I, I I I listened to the the breakfast show every morning, and that was a funny one when they were moving out. Um, Barstool Breakfast is one of the best. I yeah. listen to it every morning. Willie Colon. Played football at Hofstra. Played for the Jets. Yeah, played for yeah. um, the guy. Steelers. Yeah. Long yep. Island Brooklyn guy. guy. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yep. Um, and it's it's fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. right? So I saw I saw a, gr- a great quote today that talked about um, Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett was talking about um, was talking about um, oh god oh uh, uh, see see what happens when making we, money no yeah <laughs> no he was talking about LeBron James okay he was like I guess he recently had a meeting with LeBron James and they were talking about business and his and Warren Buffett's quote was I've sat in a room with Ivy League MBAs that didn't know as much about business as LeBron James that's saying something it's saying something he figured it out right uh, they figured it out proofs in the pudding for me yeah I think so so I mean, he went to the. He, you can't tell me he didn't go to the Lakers as a pure business move, right? Right. To set up a lot of different things, in my mind. Well, I mean, isn't he a big investor in what Little Caesars Pizza yes. or one of those? One and of them is it Little Caesars? It was like less than a million dollars, and now the valuation on it is through the roof. Can it's, we can we stop there? Have yeah. you ever had Little Caesars Pizza? A- anything outside of New Haven Pizza is not pizza to me. Well, New York Pizza too, as well. I have never had Little Caesars. It's, I, no, I. It's kind of like when you when you look at when you look at McDonald's and now they have Uber Eats for McDonald's and all that. Mm-hmm. How bad and how low do you have to be to get Uber to spring you over McDonald's? Stoned and living in your parents' basement, like I agree. Yeah, like me. Yeah, like <laughs> not you stoned, currently. But, yeah, me currently. But I think about that. Yeah, so, I yeah. All I know is like every time I see their commercial, the pizza is like four dollars. So I, I've never had it before. I've never, to answer your question, I, I've never had it before. I, I consider myself a pizza snob. <clears throat> Me yeah. too. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't have to be that desperate. You I know. consider myself a snob, but I got to be honest, there's something about Papa John's that I do like. <laughs> really? I don't know why. Do you put hot sauce on your pizza? No. That's a, that might be an upstate New York thing. 
Maybe. I've, I've I think s- because wings and pizza, they- Growing up, you want to hear something funny, actually. Yeah. Growing up in my house, yeah. whenever we had the abits, yeah. we had the horse, ra- the pepper, red pepper. O- always. Yeah. That was a thing. Pimento wiener. Yeah. But that, we not the not hot sauce, yeah. the, 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 you know, the pepper right. we had, um, but no, never never hot sauce. No. Uh, hot I, sauce. And ranch dressing. So when you get pizza, you get a, they, they say, do you want ranch and hot sauce, a buffalo wing sauce? And you're like, for what? The pizza? Yeah, no. That, that's thing. when I walk out. Yeah, my kids do it. I'm like, come yeah, I walk on. out. You guys were no. born in New no, no, no. What's wrong with you? Hey, Foggy. That's not a thing. We got our boy Foggy. Speaking of Foggy, mm-hmm. now Dave Fogno, the head strength and conditioning coach um, at the University of New Haven. Yes. Best in the business. Yeah. He, we we did actually go to Modern Pete's today. Did you? Yes, with uh, one of the Metali clan. The fact that you guys didn't say, Uncle Rob, come on. You didn't get the invite. I did. Boo. Yeah, nor, nor have you didn't I get been, the invite. Nor have I been invited over to Foggy's house with the with the grill in the backyard either. No, 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 no. It's not a grill. Oh, it's a it's a fully it's operating pizza oven that he built. His 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 backyard looks like Szechuan Gardens from you know it, it, it's he's he's such a Gindaloon Italian the fully manicured backyard yeah I, I know all about it and um does he ha- does he have a fountain <clears throat> does he have the fountain it's he's working on it no he's not and it's all built by him yeah it's all built by him the pizza oven is fantastic mm-hmm. I actually have a signature pie that I make there with prosciutto arugula and a couple other secret ingredients. I can't. I can't disclose <laughs> the rest. It's fantastic. Cheese and oil. It's fantastic. Yeah, we've done it a, a couple times, mm-hmm. and we're in the we're in the season right now. It's gonna get. We're this gonna get it. cooking. If foggy, if I don't get invited over this year, that's it. No Christmas present for you. Not that you got one last year, but I never did. Right. Yeah, I never did. So modern, loved it. I never disappoints. Yeah, never disappoints. And I'll say this: we went off the page today, Rob. Yeah, we went off the page. Yeah, we tried. The American cheese pizza. At Modern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's sacrilege. sacrilege. However, it was fantastic. Yeah, because it's salty. It's good. It's fantastic. Yeah. We yeah. got a small one, yeah. although just to try it. Yeah. So we, we got a Hey, Pat. You know, we got Pat Romano. Pat, you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we, we promote ourselves as a sports business podcast but we do we, roughly 30 to 45 seconds of that every it. episode that's, that's all it. we need to do we have so many more interests right pizza abits is right on top of it you're not putting me in a box i think because we're angling I can't fit in a box i think we're angling for that that peppy's or sally's sponsorship sally's doesn't open and they don't answer the phone <laughs> so how, they could care less. They Sally's was on uh, Portnoy's. Got yeah. the pizza review from Portnoy, yeah. and they closed for the next two weeks That's to renovate. What I'm they could care less. That, that that is a great New Haven move. Hundred percent right total. Yeah. Th- total New total, Haven move. Right. That is the that that is the greatest move ever. And what we mean by sponsorship is not even money. We'll take pizza. We will. We will broadcast. That's better than money. That is in this. That's currency. In, in my mind, that is definitely currency here. So I wanted to talk about something else, but I completely forgot where direction I was going into because we were talking Pizza about- will do that to you. Yeah, I know it. I'm, I'm completely distracted. Pizza will do that <laughs> to you. I'm completely distracted now. I can't get off the mind that I said I, you know, you know, the whole the whole McDonald's Uber Eats thing. So um, so we were talking about LeBron James. Yes. We we're talking about money. The the next thing that we talk about coming off of uh, 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 front office sports is that Kobe Bryant increases his Chinese presence with a new website, a new web store over there. Freaking brilliant move. Brilliant move, right? Brilliant move. I mean, the guy is, besides that one little, that l- one little hiccup he had when he's, 
you know, when he's getting caught having an affair in a hotel room in Denver with the maid. But Correct. besides that, the guy's still cranking. And he's smart and he's involved and he's just, he's, you know, you want to say he's a class act, but that little, you know, notch on the belt. But at the same time, who cares? Yeah, I mean, how many how many people do we have a solid, solid opinion about as being a stand-up person just because they were never caught? Exactly. It's the reality, right? Right. It's the reality. Right. We're, I mean, we're, you know, huge Tiger fans because of that. It's because some people were never caught. I want to see the movie. I want to see the Tiger movie. Really? Yeah, I do. When it comes out. But I want it. I want full disclosure. I want everything about it. Man. Yeah. I don't know what kind of rating you're gonna get for that. Hey, Portno, he's he's in uh, he's at Roseland in Derby right now, huh? Barstool, they're doing a pizza review, and I heard Roseland's pretty good. I can't imagine that Derby, Connecticut, has good pizza. I'm sorry, I uh, just I, I could be wrong. Apparently, I'm this, not trying to upset the town no. of Derby. I'm just saying uh, it's got to stop somewhere. Uh, it, it really it does. But apparently, this first of all, with a with a name like Roseland, automatically off the list. But at the same time, it is good. Apparently, allegedly, it, it's great. So I'll take Pat. I'll I'll take your you know I'll, I'll take your pizza review over Barstool any day. So Pat Romano says that Roseland is great, and it's got to be. I do you need your passport to go to Derby? I think you need. Like, <laughs> it's, you're crossing international waters. I yeah. Think, you know. Yeah. When you go over that, yeah. I think I don't know. I you have to convert your money. Mm-hmm. I think that on that. I, I mean, I will not go. I have no problem doing the research. Yeah. Just at some point, it's got to stop. It does. It does. <clears throat> All right, so let's switch gears a little bit, and this is something that's true, you know, near to my heart a little bit. Um, Wilson Sporting Goods and FIBA have uh, extended their three-on-three basketball partnership through 2018, and the reason why I say that is because I owned Hoop It Up three-on-three basketball for a while, and I owned it before it became an Olympic sport, and we invested a lot of money into uh, three-on-three basketball, Hoop It Up, which is a legendary brand in the grassroots mass, mass petition participation. That was easy for me to say. Yeah, say that ten times? I can't. So I, I struggled the first time. <laughs> so um, we own Hoop It Up. We, we had a partnership with the USA Basketball and FIBA as um, national qualifiers in the United States. So we were the ones, if you wanted to play globally for money, um, while FIBA was building the three-on-three brand, this is before it got announced to be an Olympic sport, Okay, we hedged our bets on we want to be the guys who, who produce these events, who have the qualifiers, <clears throat> and we got there too early. You know, life and business is about timing. timing. Every day. And we missed it by about a year. So we hedged our bets on, oh, is it going to be, you know, is it going to be in, you know, whatever country? It, obviously, it's it's uh, Japan now, mm-hmm. and, it, and it is becoming an Olympic sport, and now you have celebrities involved in it. You had Red Bull get involved in it. And at that point, we were our bet that we were making was that one of those, we knew they were coming. We knew as far as like the, the celebrities and FIBA and Red Bull were, were investing in that. And we figured we'd flip it to them. You know, we felt like we could we could sell the business to them because we had a long term contract with FIBA for these qualifiers. So that was our value, along with our brand name, and and uh, we ended up selling the company. But man, we invested a lot of time and energy, and it was great. So I'm I'm really happy to see that three on three basketball. To me, it was like you know what happened in London when um, when uh, beach volleyball, right? It's the same scenario. You're setting up a micro little or macro little stadium you're yep. putting it in a in a location that's high traffic high visibility music is jamming 
and it's a very it's a twenty minute game. And oh, right, yeah, that's a, the sick part. It's like your it's like the final two minutes of every big time basketball game. You know, um, when you score, it's not make it take it. Yeah. So when you score, the ball is still live, so you have to get it out past the three point arch. So once you score, you got to turn around. You're not playing defense still, or breaking, or you know checking the ball out. The ball's live still. You have ten seconds. There's a ten second shot clock. Didn't and, realize this. And unlimited fouls. Unlimited fouls. <clears throat> yeah. So the, and so say you you have four players on a team. Say you have one guy goes down and you got three. If another guy goes down, you got to you, you, you play short handed. You play you play with two. The U.S. Women's National the men's U.S. Men's National Team never won it. Never won the World Championship. It was always the team from like like Serbia and it was always. Those. Why do you think that is? Because they're used to that style of play. They don't play with their backs to the basket like Americans do. Okay. So you you got a center, you got a big forward. He's he's backing in, backing in, backing in. The Europeans don't play that way. They play that traditional kind of triangle or diamond or whatever that triangle offense, and it's backdoor, 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 cut, pass. That's that's their game, and they get all. They're six eight that could that could hit threes. So. They play above uh, on the other side of the arch. Our the Americans, all we want to do is dunk it, and we want to power. Where where the Europeans play a traditional European game. Got you. And so, but the U.S. women's team, no one could touch them because that's the game they play naturally. Yeah, right. 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 That's their style of play, and um, they played again. I remember the World Championship game they played in. I think it was in Italy. They were down. Two players. They had two players hurt. They were down two players. They were down by because it's only t- it's twenty one. They were down by like eight points. They came back and won with two players. How much money can you make, player wise? Some of the, some of the, well, the way it was set up was they had um, promoters like us who were who who owned these rights, um, and you had to put up money. You had to, you know you had to put up you know five thousand dollars for the Top Gun team. So you had different divisions. Okay. Um, it was it was it was interesting. It was um, and but well, like Saudi Arabia used to hold in um, Dubai, not Dubai. Um, was it Dubai? They would host a world championship. So the top ten qualifying teams. That it was a ranking system like tennis or golf. So you got a you have a global ranking. The interesting thing about FIBA is even if you play in the NBA, you can't qualify for the Olympics until you play in the FIBA qualifiers. Oh, so it was promoted as a grassroots. That's any, very smart. Any Joe could play. So for these NBA players, now I'm sure that in the U.S. basketball, like we would send teams up and play in Colorado Springs all the time, and it was and the U.S. the U.S. USA basketball would would stack a team, so they would qualify. So they would put together a team over a weekend, four players. They would play in some tournament that they ran. They would bring in four or five other teams, so it could be a. a it could be a qualifier, their own qualifier, so they were by the rules, and then they would have to play a team from one of our qualifiers. So we had a team from from San Antonio, and they were hardcore street basketball players, tattooed up. These guys never played college. They were just they were just street basketball players. So you had this U.S. national team that um, was made up of former NBA players, major college players, guys that played over in Europe. The San Antonio team came up. End of the game, they call the foul that was controversial at the team at the end of the game. So it was a street team from San Antonio. If they won the game, they were going in the world championship for FIBA. So the first thing that we were asked about these guys were, 
do they have U.S. passports? Because <laughs> if they win, they got to go. So this team comes in, controversial foul at the end of the game, USA gets the ball back and wins it. Right, it was it, big argument at the end. It was it was bad because it was it was a it wasn't a foul and 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 the this 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 street basketball team would have won the game and should have won the game. But the beautiful thing about this is that you have to qualify. You can't just handpick a team because all the European teams will do it. Everybody around the world will say we're going to take our best NBA players and our best pro players and they stack it. Now they may change. They may have changed the rules now for the Olympics and it may go that route. But this was just street basketball. Like um, like Mahalo, who played here, he was on the best team in the world. Really? He was on that team. He was one of the four on that team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he couldn't play in the money tournaments. But well, right, right. He couldn't play in the money tournaments, but he could play in the other tournaments to qualify. Interesting. So, unfortunately, his teams went to the world championships, and he couldn't, he couldn't go with them. Yeah, but so it could be anybody. It could be, be It's a different style of play. Anyway, so that's three-on-three basketball. So, good luck to him. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. You'll love it. If you've never seen it before. I do. I do want to see it. Oh, it's incredible. You're not. Yeah. You, you just sold me, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Because I don't, I don't consider myself a huge basketball fan. But when I went to those tournaments, and I went to, I went to, uh, I went to Turkey. I went to Istanbul because we had a couple teams qualified. So, I went to Istanbul. I went to, well, Puerto Rico for, and... I fell in love with it. You know, the crowds, the, the energy, the players. It broadened your horizons. It did. So I became a three-on-three basketball fan. So anyways, that's uh, how much time did that take up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got? Um, I was, I was, I was really just, just waiting for you to carry the load today. Yeah, I just, you're... you're I, yeah, you're in one of those moods, huh? Yeah, no, not it's just I had, you know, our season ended, just ended. So I just had a lot of a lot of things to get done and get through and yeah. um so I didn't I didn't have my normal or I don't have my normal um you know, fruit basket of topics. Yeah. Um but that being said, um you have Game of Thrones questions or you don't? I don't, but I don't because oh, because no. I thought you said you did. Well, no, I'm 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 on it. Since now that you're back, I'm back. Okay, on it. yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'm back on it. I, I'm I'm fully engaged. Okay, I can't believe how they killed the dragon, but did that because that was so anticlimactic to me. You know, that was those dragons are soft. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're down two, one left. Right. I mean, they're soft. I can't believe like someone didn't wave a magic wand and, and bring them back. Yeah, but I think that would be a little. You can't do that. Unrealistic. You, you can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like the whole thing is, you know, not fiction. It's not. Yeah, it's not. But true. that would just be a little corny. Like yeah. enough. You, you got to have some type of. You got the, the thing about a show in its last season yeah. is you've got you have to lose some things. You have to start losing things. I get it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, or down the dragon. But I was actually thinking the other, when I was watching Game of Thrones, like yeah. I was thinking of shows that either final episodes or final seasons. Like yeah. what were the best ones? I know everyone talks about the Seinfeld episode, right? Yeah. When they were on the I, now, this is the God's honest truth. I was never into Seinfeld. I never really watched it. I know that's crazy, but it was they were on that. They were about to was it a plane crash that was about to happen? Right. That's right. Yeah. And that was that was always seen as one of the best or better yeah. final episodes, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I was trying to think of what, like, what one, what episodes of shows were the final one was really good that people. But Seinfeld came up as 
Well, we talked about this last week. Yeah, it was MASH. MASH, MASH yeah. MASH was great. And, but we didn't mention you know, Seinfeld for some reason. No, I know. I don't know. So so <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch gears because I got something else that I think is is pretty interesting. The re- the I don't know if, if the right word is that. So trading cards are becoming a thing again. Okay. Right? You know how the, the industry is cyclical. So Oh, yeah. You know, Big so, time. And people, human nature, people like to collect, right? Of course. But whether it's a little tchotchke or whether it's a bobblehead, baseball cards obviously was a huge industry for a long time. And it kind of went away. Right? Yeah, it's still, but, I mean. But but now it's 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 coming back. Yeah. And it's coming back very, very strong. So they're they're talking about now there's a there's a 1920 Babe Ruth jersey that that they're that they're estimating will sell for four point five million dollars. Okay. And I think that's gonna be the thing that catches more people's eye on this to say this this industry, this collectible industry. Is I don't it never went away, mm-hmm. but now I think it's a whole different generation of guys who are in their forties and fifties who collected when they're back in the eighties and back in right. you know that are now having their kids come in and be collectors as well because they looked at all dad's stuff exactly. on the walls exactly. and on the shelves for years and all right. those baseballs and now it's coming back again. I think whatever you I always Were feel you a like collector of well, baseball. Yeah. Cards? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Besides Baseball your own. Besides your own. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> that's worth a lot. My. Uh, um, for sure. Um, baseball cards for sure, and and comic books, which I've talked about, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I really feel like whatever you liked, whatever you liked and were passionate about as as a, as a kid, especially a younger kid, yeah. you kind of always like. Like it doesn't matter how old you get. It, you're you're always gonna like it, right? Whether it's whether you should or shouldn't, like you know, and. I think you're right. I think everything needs kind of a vehicle to, to reinvent itself. If you think about it, the comic book industry, think of think of it right now based on the popularity of these movies. Yeah. That that industry now is blown up again. It has. Because of, you know, the millions of movies that are coming out. It feels like millions. There's been so many. Right. But that has really boosted even so now I what I've noticed collectors are are really in the past ten years since you know, the Marvel universe has exploded into movies. Mm-hmm. Collectors were starting to really, really soak up and take as many of the old Iron Man, Spider-Man, um, Hulk, all those comics that people was, were just, just hoarding them mm-hmm. and buying them at a furious rate. And now those older issues are really, really expensive again. Um, if you go to any conventions, like they, they've gone through the roof because people really were starting to soak them all up once the movies came out and it just drew general popularity but i think something like the the jersey sale could definitely make see what i really want to have happen is the 50 dollars that i spent on my don mangley rookie card <laughs> you know when i was 11 you want to recoup that i would love to at least get that back last time i checked i think it's worth eight dollars <laughs> so well i mean there were so many of those cards produced yes, back then that's but, the problem but now you look at you know jordan's rookie card now it's sure. probably going to go for 20 30 40 $50,000. Oh, 100%. You know? I have a Jerry Rice mint condition rookie card um, that may or may not be worth something. Um, I've got some valuable cards, actually. I just don't... Again, it's... You know what I did? It, like most other people, once the market for those things went away, because yeah. it really did, Right. you just kind of put them away and say, hey, you never know, maybe it'll... Or, you know, you pass them down. Now I have a son that I could pass down, you know, all this stuff to. I've, I've, val- I've old valuable comic books, too. I just don't know... You know where it goes, and do you want to sell it? Like realistically, am I going to sell it? 
You didn't buy them to sell them. No, yeah. no, I didn't. I bought them because as a kid, I loved it. And, uh, you know, but if you're into that business end of it and you're buying volume, I would now start to just grab up any type of, like you just mentioned, the baseball card, collectible cards, trading cards. Mm-hmm. But the world we live in now, so I remember the baseball cards with the terrible gum that came in it, yes, and right. the packs were packs yeah. were inexpensive at the time. Yeah. Pack of baseball cards can go, and, and I'm throwing this off the top of my head, can be upwards of 20 bucks a pack now, right? That's right. So, And now you have cards with like pieces of a jersey in them, yeah. if you get lucky, or pieces of a bat, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. But this thing could go as far as you want it to go, right? Because you, if you create a market and you create demand, if all of a sudden like the comic book industry... There was a demand created because these movies all came out. I just don't know what if I don't know what drives that. You know, I I would love to look this up. Is the most popular sport card still baseball? It might not be, right? I just think there was something inherited about baseball cards. <clears throat> yeah, above and beyond basketball. What was the originator? Cards. Right. But is it still? I don't know. Yeah. Are there basketball cards that are worth more than baseball cards now? I think it's. I think if you're talking about Bird and Jordan in that era. Yep. Yep. You know, well, what, about, what is a LeBron James rookie card worth a lot of money? I don't think I wouldn't think so right. at this point. Okay. You know, but because he's still playing. But if you look at the basketball cards back then, number one, there weren't a lot printed. No. So it all comes down to supply and demand. Right. Right. So there weren't a lot printed. It wasn't the NBA was nowhere neat. Well, it was it, that was the launch, I think, of it. Well, yeah, but Bird, it, Magic. Right. But right? not not where they are now today, no. globally. Right. right. You know, right. so. Um, but how about how about beer cans? Did you did you collect beer cans? Remember that that was a fad for a while. I mean, I collected them on random Friday nights and Saturday in the back of your car. Yeah, and then we didn't keep them. Yeah, Schlitz, <laughs> Schlitz yeah. Light in all Milwaukee. I actually count. I had an ex girlfriend whose dad was way into collect. Like when I tell you way, yeah. their entire downstairs they had a huge okay, downstairs so well, yeah. uh, in their basement was every single beer can you've ever seen in your life, mm-hmm. and yeah, and. Um, St. Pauli girl was like all of them. Uh, yeah. So it's actually about the time when the Heineken little keg cans came out. Yeah. So here I am thinking, all right, I'll get it with this guy, right? right? So I buy the six pack for him. I say, hey, listen, Mr. So-and-so got these for you. You know, you can add to the collection. He looked at me and goes, do you see anything but American beer on my walls? <laughs> and I said, no. He goes, then please take this out of my basement. Wow. We lasted another... I don't know, four weeks? That was it? That was the determining factor? Yeah. I, Dad ruined it. Yeah. Dad ruined it. You know, so that's just, that was just a quick side story. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've seen those collections. I think something yeah. like that's pretty neat because you can, you see the old ones and it really does, you see how it evolved? They into, were incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They there's, really were. There's a bear can, I think it was called Old Froschensloth, something similar. It was a, I think it was from Germany or Denmark. Well, it doesn't sound like uh, Anheuser-Busch made it. No, but I just remember because their cans always had different prints on them. So they always had like a very heavy set woman on it and on a motorcycle. And that was like, I believe it was Old Frost and Slosh. Yeah, so it was it was incredible. St. Pauli Girl was one that I, I remember when I was young. That was like a, a cool looking can yeah. for sure. Yeah. St. Pauli Girl. Um, I always liked the Rolling Rock logo. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. I just did. A bucket of rocks, man. Yeah, right. A bucket of rocks. Charlie Thompson, my dad, watching. Hey, you doing, Dad? He says uh, five cards with a package in the gum. I know. We talked about the gum. Which the gum. is crazy. Yeah, the gum was like, that was cardboard. But it, but you loved it. Yeah. It like disintegrated in your mouth. You're right. It lasted 10 seconds. And no flavor. Yeah. 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 And you, yeah, you didn't get more than five cards sometimes. Sometimes you got a little more, but right. those were... 
I mean, it's a completely different animal today. Yeah. The cards are on like cardstock paper. They're glossy. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's really like, you know. It's a whole world of difference now. I guess the way it should be, but, you know, I get it. Everything right. evolves, right? Yeah. But the price is out of control. Out of control. Comic books too. Yeah. I had a kid the other night was telling me about how there were references, there was references in Avengers back to the comic books. Yes. Oh, yeah. Brilliant move. Oh, yeah. So he knew it right away. He was, oh, yeah, well, most people won't know that because they talked about it in the comic books and they talked about it in the movie. You didn't know that. That's why I loved the movie so much. Because mm. it, it tied back to the comics. 100%. And it tied all the movies together. There were mm. scenes in every, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy's movies, Captain America's yeah. movies. Yeah. Everything got tied together. That's what I loved the most. And he's absolutely right. It was references to the comics that if you, unless you knew those stories and read them, it went over your head. Well, we talked about this too. Um, I don't know, last month or a couple shows ago, of Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars down at the parks. Yep, it's really based on the comic books. Right, it's right. based on the comic books. It's the made up land that is tied back to the comic books. Hundred percent. So that full immersion when you're going down there, if you're a comic book nerd, I mean, it's gonna anyways. So it's a brilliant move. Very smart people. Here's a business thing for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Star Wars, I read this the other day and had no idea about this. George Lucas. Okay. Mm-hmm. George Lucas, two things about Star Wars. Number one, I'll start with this one. It's a little smaller scale. James Earl Jones takes the role as Darth Vader, right? Mm-hmm. He gets paid $9,000, I think it was, to do the voices. It's probably, a, it's probably a, a, you know, how many days of shooting could he really do? Yeah. He wasn't in the suit. Right. He was doing the voice most of the time, right? right? He takes $9,000 instead of, instead of taking some back-end points. He took how, the nine thousand. How much money did he lose out on? Uh, right. Uh, he. I read in the article. His quote was, "If I had, if I had, if I was smart and had taken the points, you'd be watching the James Earl Jones TV network." <laughs> and he's right. He's right, one hundred percent. So then George Lucas, yeah, forfeits his two hundred and fifty thousand dollars salary to direct it. Tells them to put it back in the budget to disperse elsewhere, and he signed the deal. To take over all the merch, he gets all the merchandise. He gets a percentage of the merchandise. No, 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 all of it. All of it. That was his deal. You give me all the merch, I'll give you the two fifty k. That's our deal. Roll the dice. Ooh, imagine that. Pat. That's where his fortune came from. He's a he's a poker player, isn't he? That's where the fortune came from. That's a gamble, though, yeah. right? I mean, you didn't know. So he got all the merch. They didn't pay him. That was his. That was his deal. I'm sure they negotiated an amount of that deal down. At some point, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they negotiated an amount. Of that Which deal. in gen- so the, you know, we if we fact check, we can look it up. But they had what would that, that cost? Yeah, we don't, I, I may have to fact check that. What could that cost? Yeah, that might not be public. I'm sure he kept a percentage, but but that's just of- that's just really good foresight too. Yeah, I think right. I know it's a gamble, but I mean, he obviously believed in. Think about that merchandise. Think about that money. Think about everything Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything. Licensing is it, right? That's how that, that's how you that's how they all make their money. So I guess similar to the movie, good one over evil, right? Darth Vader took the money <laughs> and George Lucas <laughs> took yeah. the merch. He took the T shirts. Yeah. Right? How about how about this? Avengers two billion dollars after this weekend. Yeah. Imagine that. Which I think is only the tip of the iceberg. They're Ooh. probably gonna get to I don't know. Can they get to five? Worldwide, I mean. Worldwide by when? By this summer? Yeah, without a doubt. <sighs> probably. Because you're probably having a lot of people that are going to see it twice or three times. And Oh, I know people. I know personally people have seen it three times. Yeah, 
Yeah. So imagine that. Yeah. It's incredible. Especially for this day and age with all the streaming services and with, with how good television is. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. This movie had the ability to do that. There's very few and far between. You're right. You know, movies that can be blockbusters in the theaters anymore. Yeah. It's really going away. Yeah. Except for th- these action movies. Marvel. It, it's on. You, right? you have two choices these days. Yeah. You make a Marvel movie or you do something else. Right. Like, really? What, what else is grossing, you know, the money that is going to get you paid? You know, you look You look at some of these actors' quotes. It's unbelievable. Rob, I, the rumor is Downey, Robert Downey Jr., I think got, I think it was 150 for this movie. $150 million. That's a lot of money, <laughs> obviously. The minor characters were all right in the $20 million and they, range. And they were so upset. Of, the minor characters. We're twenty million. That's Black Widow. That's um, Hawkeye. That's oh, when you're making two billion dollars. Yeah, what's, you know what's twenty on? million. Yeah, what's twenty million? Nothing. All right, so let's let's end up in a, a question of the day. So, um, from from front office sports, here's what their question was. Do you feel that the XFL TV deal puts them in a better situation than the AAF, which I don't think is a good one, so I'll I'll skip over that one, and I'll go to this last one. 67, well, it's a percentage. 67% of people said that NHL should make a bigger financial commitment in Women's Hockey League. Okay, so in the beginning of this podcast, we spoke about the WNBA, right? Right. I don't see a way, and maybe I'm naive, and maybe I'm going to sound ignorant. I don't see a way how that and a women's NHL league could even come close to what the WNBA is doing. Right. So I, I think you just—that's like buying a boat. It's a money pit. Yeah, exactly. In my mind. And it, you know, hey, women's hockey is you know, if you watch women's college hockey, it's pretty entertaining. But, sure, but not taking anything away from the sport or them at no, all. No, no. I mean, just but from a business perspective, right? From a pure business perspective, number one, when you talk about the WNBA, what do you? How many? How many females you're talking about on a team? You're talking. You're looking at about a roster size of 12, 12 to fifteen, probably fifteen. Okay. Right. Yep. So you don't have much equipment. You nope. already have the. You already have. You already have the baskets up. Yep. When you talk about hockey, you're talking about twenty something plus. Athletes. Hockey is technically the most expensive sport to play, right? Without a doubt. No question. Without a doubt. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's start there. Right. So you're looking at that just that expense overall. Yep. The one thing you could get at WNBA players because they make so much money playing internationally. Okay. Right. So they're playing two seasons, most of them. Yes. The, the really, really, the really good ones. ones. Yes. And then they come even the marginal ones, right? Because over in Russia and mm-hmm. over in Europe, they make their money. China, they're making or Japan, they're making their money. They're coming back. They'll take a little bit less to play back in the United States, right? Just for their branding and what their future is going to be. One hundred percent. Hockey, I just I don't see it. You, you either. Know? I, I just don't see it. I mean, I get it. You know, hockey to me, and you'll love this analogy from me. Hockey to me is a lot like heavy metal music. The fans are just ultra passionate, without a doubt. But. It's not that popular, <laughs> right? Unfortunately, it's not. It's the same. It's yeah. It's the same concept because it definitely is one of those sports that does not transition well to broadcast. No TV. Live hockey is fantastic. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Right? Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I just I think that's a I think that's a great analogy. It really is. Um, 
it just it, it's just never going to get there. You, you don't want to be the heavy metal of business. And here's another <laughs> you don't. You don't. And here here's here's another one too. Um it's it's just one of those things that um there's not a lot of crossover as a fan. Correct. Yeah. So there's just not a big crossover. Exactly. If, if you're a passionate hockey fan, that's that's about it. Exactly. You know? Exactly so, right. Now, hockey, let's so now we can let's say something positive about hockey. Yeah. Hockey did give us Something very, very, very good. The movie Slapshot. Oh. Without me. hockey, there is no movie Slapshot. Without a doubt. So for my for our next cast, yeah. I propose and we can we can have all our faithful listeners send in lists, send yeah. in ideas. Yeah. Do something. Do something. Really? The best sports movies across spanning across all sports. What are your top movies in each sport? You can go with the big you know, three. You can you could you could bring it to as many sports as you want. Your top sports movies in every sport you can you, every sport you want to mention. How about that? Top five. Top five. I already got my volleyball one. Side out, no question. Fantastic. I don't know if you remember it. Eighties movie. Yeah. Go look it up. Fantastic. Never even heard. Side of it. out. Side out. Yep. BMX racing. Got that one too. Rad. R A D. Fantastic. What's wrong with you? So I'm already I already have two, but these are two. See, these are two non-big sports. I can I can do the whole thing. That's yeah. Is martial arts a sport? Uh, Absolutely. Karate Kid done. I'm I'm down three. You you are. I mean, we can keep going. How about is arm wrestling a sport? Oh god. Over the top. Sly Stallone done. That's four. NASCAR. Days of Thunder. Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Tom. One of Tom Cruise's best movies. Uh, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Cole Trickle was his name in the movie. I don't know if you remember. Wow, well, I don't. Yeah. Cole Trickle. And his, his arch nemesis was Roddy Bottom. I think that was his name. Cole, Cole Trickle. I mean, there's nothing Cole can't do with a race car. That's true. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to go with the Pixar movie, Cars. I didn't know. Yeah, that shows you where <laughs> I, That shows you me and you right now, my friend. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is. That I is, mean, you could keep going. There's, there's movies... Think about that's it. That's sad and pathetic. I just went five. I went five obscure. If you want to say it's obscure, now NASCAR is a very popular thing. I get it, yeah. but I didn't go even go to the big three yet. No. So I propose for next episode, whenever that may be, because we may, we may now get ready, folks. This is exciting. We may be doing more than one a week. We may be. So. Yeah. Yeah, we may be. I think we should. <sighs> okay. I, I, yeah. So. I mean, I already just rattled off five in the non the non traditionally big sports. So next Tuesday evening, five thirty ish, six ish. We emphasize the ish. Yeah, it was Days of Thunder filmed at Chicks in West Haven. No, <laughs> uh, J Bone. I think it was man. So get your list together, get people. Your list together. Send it to us. Yes, and we will center the episode around it. I hope you do. I will have my list. Rob will have his. There's obviously a lot of animation on Rob's. I yeah. don't know what that's about. Right. But I'll have the man's version of a list. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Uh, Sports Biz Podcast, mostly Tuesday evenings. We're going out with a little Al Green. I know wow. you can't hear it. Yeah. Wow. Let's stay together, Chris. All right. Sports Biz Podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. music was music, folks. It was. Hope you're enjoying it. If you're listening to podcasts, if you're not, it is a true story, really. Yeah. Days of Thunder filmed at Chicks in West Haven. 
true story. That's interesting. Think about what this podcast does for people. Yeah. It just gives you information you'd never need, but you'll, you would never know. It's 100% useless information on this show. I think that should be our logo. Information you'll never need, but you would never know. Useless information. Yeah. All right. All right, we'll see you next week, Tuesday evening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sending in your comments. Tell your Jay, friends. Jay Bowen, you're Tell your family. Buddy. Yeah. We need you back. Jamie, We all we want is a sponsorship from, you know, <laughs> uh, Sailor Jerry or one of those brands that you have. No problem. Yeah. So we'll we'll test we'll test out rums and whiskeys and vodkas and Malagro. I think I got some of your brands. And then uh, we'll eat. 100%. We'll, we'll have Peppies and Zuparties. 100%. All right. All right, till next time. Thanks, everybody, for joining Sports Biz Podcast. Chris Solano, Rob Thompson, brought to you live from the studios of WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven. See you next week. I mean, that's going to be a great one. We just... Sports... Oh, best sports movies of all... of Going across all the sports? Yeah. I mean, I just went with... The, I just rattled off the obscure ones. Yeah. I'm going to put those on my list. Put them on the list. And we'll go back to it. And I'll, and I'll redo my cards one, so I don't want to be made fun of it anymore. <laughs> and listen, you, you, th- you could put out... There's no... Listen, we don't discriminate here. No. All right, everybody. Listen to the bo- podcast still. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll see you later. Enjoy a little Al Green. Listen to the Sports Biz Podcast, broadcasted live at WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven.